We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience special episode today. We're talking about the DraftKings Sportsbook popularity pool. So if you go to DraftKingsSportsbook.com and you go to the pools section, there's still just random contests running every day. If you're big into, like, Top Chef, there's a pool for that. You're big into Survivor, there's a pool for that. They're free to play, and there's guaranteed money at the end of it for you. The popularity pools are a little bit different. So it's not only that you have to answer the questions correctly. This is Family Feud style. You have to guess the most popular answer to the question at hand. So just because you believe an answer should be one thing doesn't necessarily mean that is the right answer in the context of this pool. So the one we're speaking about today is the food popularity pool. It closes Monday, March 30th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, There's $2,000 guaranteed into the pool. You can only play one lineup, uh, and there's unlimited entry. So everyone should just kind of go do this, uh, and you might end up winning the very top prize. And we're going to go category by category and give you our picks of what we think the most popular answer is going to be, or just fight about what the questions are anyway, because that's what this show is here for. But I do want to let everyone know, before you do that, give the episode a smash to the like button. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section and tell me what you think is the most egregious of these questions food related in the dk sportsbook popularity pool for this week and then you're gonna draw for 20 dk bucks you want to get into a draw for 100 DraftKings dollars then all you need to do is subscribe to the pat mayo experience audio podcast leave a five-star review DraftKings handle something you like about this show and you're in that draw for 100 dk bucks uh when sports come back you're gonna want to be banking those DraftKings bucks. So I suggest you get into both draws and hopefully you are a big winner. Joining me to break this all down, food connoisseurs, one being Mr. Jeff Feinberg, who's joining me remotely. Uh, I, I put this out into our Twitter feed, our like DM feed. Uh, I was just going to talk to Cust about it, but you had to get in. Yeah, some of these questions, I, I got some passionate takes, I think. And uh, some of the questions I find egregious, mind you, but We'll see where that goes. Yeah, well, there's going to be a right answer because people actually have to pick what is going on in these, so we can try to come up with a winner. So the third member of the team joining us via satellite or the internet or wherever the hell he is, from his log cabin, fresh off a eight-week quarantine, it is Tim Adekust! 
Tim and August. That is not my name. In fact, almost nothing of that last sentence that you just spoke was true. Almost every word of it was a lie. You're in a log cabin, aren't you? I am not, nor have I been on an eight-week quarantine. <laughs> I feel like you're always quarantined. You could be on an eight-year quarantine for all I know. Just because social distancing is a personal motto of mine doesn't mean that I've been socially uh, distancing for eight weeks. I mean, it's, it's like a pastime for you. It's, a, it's, it's more than just a hobby. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, I can't go to the gym or go see people. Yeah, but you didn't want to do that anyway. This is really like really benefiting you. It's really leaned back towards you as as a, as a professional indoorsman. This is right up your alley. Spent my day trying to Google if there were any drive-in movie theaters nearby so I could go to one. Why don't you just fucking order the thing on your TV like every other sane person? Eh. Yeah, they're putting like first-run movies on the on the TVs. I mean, they're like I'm concerned. Any movie that they would degrade to put on the TV is not a movie I want to see. Yeah, but the, movie, the movies that they were going to release into the box office, since movies are closed, they're putting on demand now. Not all of them. Some are just going to be held back. Some are, but the ones that were going, like, you can watch that new Ben Affleck movie. Just fire that up. I was or you can watch that. Invisible Man. No, oh, I'd watch Invisible Man. No. I don't know. Elizabeth Moss. I don't know. Something off there. All right. Well, here's the thing. Well, Scientologist, for one thing. But great in everything she's in whether it be mad men west wing handmaid's tale she's very good on the lake that that's something you can go look up and watch it's like six episodes absolutely fantastic good miniseries from australia so you can go check that out um if you missed it we did the ultimate food bracket earlier this week on the pat mayo experience feed on cuss corner 27 so that's something if you need time to kill you can go back and do but let's talk trying to win some people some money here so the ultimate food bracket jeff we're going to start with you question one is a hot dog a sandwich yes or no i am adamant in the no camp a hot dog is not a sandwich well it has a lot of the qualities of a sandwich like bread meat bread it's not a sandwich it is its own classification it is a Hot dog. Tim? The important question is whether it will be, it will win the poll as is it a sandwich? And the answer to that is indisputably yes. And the reason it's going to win is because Jeff just gave the game away. Bread, meat, bread. Boom. Sandwich. Sorry. Game over. Not only is a hot dog not a sandwich. Most people are going to vote no on this, by the way. Oh, I don't think you're right at all. I think they're going to vote yes. Now, listen, I have a far more expansive theory of sandwiches than others. Pizza or you think You think a pot, you, you think that a Pop-Tart is a sandwich? Pop-Tart's a sandwich. Toaster strudel is a sandwich. No. Eggo waffles with whipped cream in the middle is a sandwich. All these things are sandwiches. Is a pizza pocket a sandwich? Like a hot yes. pocket? Of course it is. A wrap is a sandwich. Pizza pot is a sandwich. These are all sandwiches. Now, they're all different types of sandwiches. Same as like you go to McDonald's, you can't get a burger. You get is, a an omelet, is an omelet a sandwich? No, because there's no bread constituent element to an omelet. Yeah, but now you're having sandwiches that are like lettuce-based instead of like breads. I'm not so sure those are sandwiches. I wouldn't call them sandwiches anymore. I'd call them imitation so sandwiches. So the people will... I. I have a weather vane for the people. Like I blow the way the people go and the people follow me and I follow them. 
And uh, yes, this is going to be a yes. Do you want to bet on what the result of the poll will be? We can. I, I don't know what number you want to throw out there. I mean, it, as far as you, I'm concerned, I, if I, I get know, over I bet that the, 25%, that no wins the poll. I'll bet that no wins the poll. That the people will say no, the hot dog is not a sandwich. Okay, but again, I feel like if, as long as I get like 20%, I Yeah, mean, that's not how this fucking works, Tim. It has to be over 50% in order to win. You just went on a rant saying the people are indisputably going to be on your side. To be fair and on this one, I do think it will crack 50%. It won't. I mean, the answer to this is no. A hot dog is not a sandwich. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. These popularity pools are actual popularity. Uh, as most people, maybe you're not familiar with how Tim judges popularity, but if he releases a poll and he gets 11% of people agreeing with him, he just thinks that he has won that poll. That, I mean, is insane in reality and not how this contest works, by the way. Correct. You need to get the majority. I'm, yeah. This one is going to get the majority. The official position of the Pat Mayo experience is that a hot dog is a sandwich. No, it is not true. Uh, where you're already outvoted by a majority on this show. Yeah, but my opinion counts for more because as the tribune of the people on this question, it's got it's got I, I, it, it's got to stand. I'm going to win this one. I may get the other ones wrong, but this one I'll get. Well, here's one you're going to get wrong. Uh, we'll start with you on this one. Is cereal a soup? Yes or no? So it's no is going to win. Yes, but we, yes we, we, know, we know Noah's going to win. But yes, ought to win, because it is a soup. The, it's a liquid that you eat in a bowl that has elements that you scoop out. Chili is a soup. Cereal is a soup. Soup, like a sandwich, is a broad term. You can have breakfast sandwiches. You can have lunch sandwiches. You can have supper sandwiches. You can have <laughs> breakfast soup. You can have lunch soup. You can have dinner soup. This is a breakfast soup. It is. It's indisputable. If you look at its constitutive elements, a liquid, milk, broth, whatever, with stuff in it. It's, it now, I know that Noah's going to win. I know that a lot of people will be like, oh, I don't eat soup in the morning. I eat cereal. Uh, but no, sorry, it is. It's not. Just, what separates a, a lunch sandwich and a dinner sandwich? The size, the scope, sort of what's in it, how many you eat of them. This is why you get credit for being an insane person. No, I'm right about this too. I, but I also know that Noah's going to win this poll. I, I appreciate that. It shouldn't, but the people are allowed to make mistakes. Yeah, but you say you listen to the people. That's what you said at the very top of this. You're not. Which is listening why I'm taking the no. I know the people are going to say, trying to educate them, trying to edify them, trying to elucidate some truth here. But I also know that they will be mistaken on this one. Jeff, this is an outrageous claim. You're with me that, that cereal is not a soup, right? Yeah, it absolutely is not a soup. But here's the thing. Tim, like, assumes people aren't smart enough or they're too stupid to know the difference. Like, we all understand what soup is, and we all understand that cereal has some qualities that are similar to soup. You know, the bowl, the, you know, whatever, the liquid, things in it. But, like, you're saying that we're not smart enough to be able to realize that they're the same in some co contextual way. But you're dead wrong. So I, I don't understand why you have such little faith in the people. Like people weren't smart enough to know that there is a level of similarity, but still being able to grasp. But no, they're definitely different. So I don't think I ever used the word smart. I said they have been misled and misguided by people who choose, who? To, take a less, they choose to take a less broad concept of the, of the bigger 
ideas that that circulate around food. Sandwich and soup are two, in my opinion, are two broad categories. They're they're not can, like it, it, just because something can have share similarities with something, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily related in any sort of way. Like it's very clear, soup is one thing, cereal is another thing. That's like saying helium and hydrogen are the same thing because oh, they're they're only separated by one electron. They're basically the same thing. It's like saying a bike and a car are the same thing. Well, because anyway. they move forward and they have wheels. They're not though. A moped is more like a car than it is like a bike. But anyway, that's because there's a motor. But you can buy those bikes that have motors, but also have pedals on them. If it's a motor, it's a car. It's not there. <laughs> what about the scooters that now have these motors that people? That has a motor. Around? It's a car. Car is a broad concept. You can have sedans, you can have coupes, you can have trucks, you can have snowmobiles, you can have sea doos. A, a snowmobile is not a car. A car is a broad concept. Under it's not a broad concept. What are you talking about? There's lots of different types of cars. It's all about, does it have an internal combustion engine and drives on wheels? Well, here's a listener comment from at hi, I'm butts. If cereal is a soup, does that okay. mean while eating chicken noodle soup, you have two separate bowls, one with chicken and noodles and the other with broth, and you take a spoonful of chicken and noodles to get the broth to <laughs> the ratio to the area that you like it, like you do with cereal, where you have milk in one bowl, the cereal in the other bowl, and then mix them together? No, because the objective for soup is not uh, to keep the, the contents crunchy and hard and not waterlogged or uh, milklogged. So no, you don't eat a soup the same way you eat. You don't eat a, a lunch soup or a supper soup, the same a savory soup, I should say, the same way you'd eat uh, breakfast cereal. Well, that would make it seem to me like they're completely. And by different. the way, that listener question is a plant. That's our, our friend Tim. Butts. <laughs> that is a plant, and I uh, I just want people to know that, that that he's not the real Tribune. He is. He is the actual Tribune of the people. He, on last year's Custies, he ranked very highly ahead of you. That poll was rigged. It wasn't rigged. Why? So everything that is, you're basically Trump. No, just saying that poll was rigged. That was not rigged. Question number three, best slice of pizza. Now there are four options for this one. You can have cheese or plain, Hawaiian, pepperoni, or sausage. Jeff, what do you think is going to be the winner here? For me, it's definitely pepperoni. Um, I do think maybe the plain slice might be the one that gets evaluated highly on some poll as like how you'll grade pizza maybe, but the best slice is definitely um, pepperoni and DFL is definitely Hawaiian or pineapple or anything. Yeah. So for me, I completely, I mean, I don't, I don't hate any, actually I would take Hawaiian pizza over plain by the way, not that I love Hawaiian, but it's, it's very neutral to me. I love pepperoni pizza. I love sausage pizza. However, I do feel like the people will side with pepperoni on this one, which I also quite enjoy. So pepperoni would be my pick here. Yeah. Pepperoni's definitely going to win. It shouldn't. Hawaiian should win. It's the best of them because it mixes the sweet and the salty. It brings together all of the... It's not a fucking bag of popcorn you buy at the drugstore. It's a symphony of flavors that's sort of being married together with savoriness and sweetness and saltiness and doughiness. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think it's a perfect combo, but pepperoni is the most popular topping for any pizza, so it's definitely going to win. Okay. Number four, best snack food. We have candy, chips, 
chocolate, cookies, and pretzels. Think we can get rid of pretzels right away. My, my vote would be for chips, and I think chips is going to win. I believe candy is going to win. Uh, as Wait. someone who's not afraid to put their food takes out on the Twitters, I find one of the strongest takes that I get back and forth are when I talk about candy in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, because you put raisins at number one and Sour Patch Kids in last. Like, that's why people are more upset. But I've done chip rankings. I've talked about other stuff, and it doesn't seem to quite have the same uh, uptake. So my vote would be for chips. They're the best of this whole lot. But I do believe that that candy is going to win. There's a lot of people who would rather eat a big bag of Sour Patch Kids or Cherry Blasters or some other infantile thing oh, I love both and eat things. something good, like a bag of traditional, like, Lay's Plain Chips. Or- why would anyone eat traditional Plain Lay's Chips? Like, why? So I, I, think, I, think I think this comes down to, Jeff, for me, like, Tim just named, like, the two things that I would so sour keys would be number one for me. Yes. And then I would go sour patch kids and cherry blasters or just buy all three, put them in a bowl and start eating them. That would be fine. But if you gave me the choice between that and a bag of, I like sweet chili heat Doritos, but yeah. Yeah, Ruffles barbecue or my favorite type of Doritos, I'd probably go with the chips and that. That would be the toss up for me there. You? We are, we're literally identical. Like the chips are either the sweet chili heat and Ruffles barbecue is probably might be my favorite chip. Although like the old school genericness, the Americans might not get or know this one. Of, like the old, the old Dutch uh, really can sometimes do it for me. And from the candy perspective, it's clearly like Sour Patch Kids or Sour Keys or like Sour Rope. I love that shit. I, I don't know. Like if I can have them together, it would make me most happy. If I can only have one, I think I got to go with like, uh, yeah, my sour candies, my sour colas. That's, that's for me. That's where I'd be. Sour Patch Kids, candies beat chips. So I, everyone definitely has different preferences in terms of chips. But I just try to think like if I had like a bowl, if I had a bag of cherry blasters, could I put down the thing of cherry blasters before it was done and maybe save it for tomorrow? Versus if... I had an entire like full bag. Would I just mow the bag of Doritos down? I feel like I'd be more apt to mow down the bag of Doritos. In this yeah, but that's easy to do without getting sick, right? Like it's impossible. Bo- bo- to both are bag. pretty easy to do without getting sick. No, I, I don't agree. I think it's far easier to eat a big bag of chips than it is to eat a bag of candy. I don't know. I'm embarrassed. Like you try to think it's a multi-serve bag, and next thing you know, it's like, oh man. And there's like not even a enough for the next serving next time so may as well polish this and feel gross been there yeah if you're in for a dime you're in for a dollar i'm surprised popcorn isn't on here over pretzels i would agree with you although pretzels have people who stand for them yeah uh, but it's like lunatics like you who think that like black licorice is great it's like one one in 20 i really do like pretzels but it's got to be in a company you know, it's got to be in the company of a prettier girl, so to say. Like, I mean, here's the thing. Like, in party mix, pretzels, by far the best part. I love pretzels in that instance. No, like, the, the, but, knock, the knock-off Dorito part is the best part of party no, mix. I don't agree. I think it's the pretzels that are the best. But regular potato chip, lay stacks, like the cheddar lay stacks are amazing. This, and maybe the ruffles, sour cream, and bacon. Those are the go-tos for me. Like, you're so boring. Like, your chip, your chip 
preference for with playing. like the brain lays is like a clear giveaway for probably what you're going to get. Like when we debate this ice cream topic coming up too. like, yeah, dead giveaway. I mean, I mean, yeah, your dead giveaway on chip preferences means that like missionary is a bit too risky for you. You need artificial <laughs> insemination. <laughs> so what do we think wins this candy or chips? I said candy. Candy. I vote candy. I'll yeah. Surprise I, ice cream didn't make that either, but well, there's there's its own ice cream category, so that's probably why it's not in there. And it's only the most popular of the options that were listed. I'm gonna stick with chips. This could be a differentiator for me. Next one, best ice cream flavor. You have chocolate, vanilla, or any other flavor. Any other flavor is going to win, right, Jeff? Yeah, by like ninety percent. Because yeah. you could even get something like a world class chocolate or like the chocolate swirl in your ice cream trucks where it's I mean, that's at least chocolate and vanilla together. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so many flavors that I'm in favor of. To yeah, list look, them off would be embarrassing, but like, definitely like, every other flavor. Like, does Neapolitan count in this mix, like where it has both vanilla and chocolate, but is a different flavor? Well, also it's, has strawberry. And, and you know what? Tim might actually shock us here, Pat, because I swear to God, his revolting taste may have told me once that like tiger tail is one of his favorite ice creams. And that's like black licorice and orange sherbet. <laughs> so yes, other is going to win because tiger tail, I think is the best ice cream, but it's up there with grape nut. It's up there with orange pineapple, ramen raisin, Rocky road, heavenly hash. Uh, these, you know, these are, these are things that you eat when you lose your teeth, by the way, these flavors <laughs> of ice cream. No, no, no. I grew up, my grandmother and I used to go yeah, to... Yeah, exactly. Uh, Old people. Anyway, yeah, I, I can imagine your sandwich, your sandwich spread, whatever you taught about us, uh, lunches and your your grape nut ice cream lunches. Grape nut ice cream is amazing. It's vanilla ice cream with grape nuts in it. it. It's amazing. It's delicious. But yeah, tiger tail is fantastic. Orange pineapple. You know, vanilla is better than chocolate and i like vanilla ice cream fine because you can put things on it but the very fact that you usually have to put something on it means it's not the best of the bunch uh, other is going to win and on win. yeah and most people just love chocolate chip cookie dough so that will be up there yeah, too. that's vile that's not it's, there's a reason that most people just like that as their favorite ice cream vile gun to your head jeff you had to order one ice cream what would it be jeez cookie uh, dough Cookie dough, cookies and cream. Chocolate uh, chunk. A world-class chocolate, which is sort of like a really good chocolate and vanilla mixed together. Uh, I don't mind like random things in my ice cream, like gold medal ribbon, you know, like a fudge swirl, a caramel swirl. Like I'm into all those random like Ben and Jerry's, like I'm just putting random things in there. Like I got no problem with that. Tim probably... He doesn't even like his slushies mixed. So he probably is a real turned off by some of my favorites. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I'm not against some things being in ice cream, but I would rather a big bowl of regular strawberry ice cream, for example, over any of those. All right, let's move on to best meal of the day. We have as nominees and choices, breakfast, brunch, lunch, or dinner. I have a hard time figuring out what's going to win this one because people who love brunch love it a lot. And then that would elevate it up. I think I would go with dinner. It'd be dinner or brunch for me as probably what my favorite meal would be. Because brunch is, you don't do brunch all the time. So if you actually go do brunch, it's fun. Like you're, you're going out, you're eating exactly what you like. You'll eat a whole bunch. You might have a mimosa or two. It's a fun thing to go do because you don't do it so often. 
I mean, the other three you just have every day. You want to lead off here, Jeff? Oh, you, bud. Breakfast is going to win. I think it's the, the excluding brunch, which isn't a meal and shouldn't even be on this list because it's not actually a thing. Have you ever been to brunch, like a real it's a brunch? Have you it's ever, have, you, have you ever been to a brunch, like a real brunch? I am sure that I have, no, but I can't recall one. And I wouldn't want to be at one. I'm not interested in drinking a boozy mimosa and having cantaloupe and eggs benedict along with my, uh, you know, roast chicken. That's just not me. That's not who I am. That's not what I'm interested in. Uh, call me traditional, if you will. I like the regular three square meals. My answer is going to be like what I would prefer is lunch. Lunch is my favorite meal. Lunch is definitely DFL of all of them. Oh, no. Lunch is the best meal because you can eat as much or little as you want. And if you eat as much as you want, then you don't have to worry about eating the rest of the day. And you have that whole day to work off those calories and to not have to worry about, oh, what am I going to make for supper tonight? Well, I've taken that out of the equation because I've had a big lunch. Uh, <laughs> I can have a small lunch and have it as sort of like a, an amuse-bouche for my supper. That'll come later. So either way, you can either prime the pumps or you can fill your, your up your gas tank with lunch. It, like It's the perfect meal because it, you can make of it sort of like what the Red Queen would have said in, in uh, Alice in Wonderland. You can make of it whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Breakfast will win because I think that's very, very hipstery, even more so than brunch because brunch is just a weird thing. You, so you like, think that breakfast is more hipstery than brunch? Brunch has become very 2012. Breakfast has become very 2020. And so I, I you know, which again dates you and I because we were sort of crystallized in that era. But for what are you talking about? Breakfast is going to win. I, but I do believe that lunch is objectively the best meal of the day. Jeff, I need you to weigh in on this. That entire response might be one of, I don't think in the moment we're appreciating how much goodness was in Tim Hayter, um right there. Lunch is without a doubt last place. Like it's the one that you can easily cross off first. I'm not really a brunch guy. I don't really go to brunch per se. But I'll put it this way. My favorite foods are all breakfast foods. Like your pancakes, your French toasts, waffles, uh, a nice piece of toast, not reheated, you know, croissant. Like a breakfast buffet might be my, a good breakfast buffet might be my favorite meal on the planet. But does that then qualify as brunch? Because you're not going to a breakfast buffet at like nine in the morning. Or eight thirty per se. Okay, it's more of like acting as lunch. First, right? of, yeah, no, no, I, I'm with you on that. So, first of all, whichever one of you is like crunching Rice Krispies in your hand next to the microphone, you probably want to stop yeah. doing that. I Second, second, and wondering who was doing it. So, secondly, uh, I think that you like. I, I like, listen, you're, you're right about lunch. Like, it could be any one of the other three options. I just think that breakfast and brunch might split votes, and therefore dinner ends up sneaking in. Because, I mean, if you really had to pull me, like, on a regular basis, I would eat more breakfast food, whether it be bacon, eggs, like everything associated with breakfast and or brunch in that situation. Basically, it's just brunch is breakfast with booze is all we're talking about here. But with dinner, that could be anything. Like, if I want to have, like, go out to a nice restaurant and have some nice duck, something like that, I mean, that's a fantastic meal. If I want to go out and just pound some ribs into me, that's a fantastic meal. So I, I'm going to go with dinner. I think dinner is going to win. Supper is such an overrated meal. 
So I mean, overrated. Just, just calling it supper to begin with is, is a pretty overrated. Well, if you eat it at home, it's supper. If you go out, it's dinner. Uh, it's such an overrated meal because like the fact that it can be replaced by lunch just shows you that it's VORP is significantly lower than, than lunches. Uh, it's just a terribly overrated meal. People eat it sometimes too late, sometimes too early. I don't know. We we would probably all be better off if we just skipped dinner and just had lunch. Uh, like many countries do. You have a big meal at lunch and that's your meal. Uh, I, I strive for that. I mean, this also goes hand in hand with the, like, you don't like good food. What I do like good food. You don't like good food. Like you're the opposite of a super taster. Okay. It's like someone took your tongue and like put a lighter up to it for like three straight minutes. And that's what happened to your taste buds. So therefore I see why you don't like dinner. I didn't say I didn't like it. I said it's overrated. And you don't go to like good restaurants. Therefore, how would you even like dinner? You can't cook and you don't go to good restaurants. You go to shitty restaurants. So. You can go to good restaurants and have lunch. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of good like restaurants don't even do lunch. Not true. It is, Jeff. Uh, that is 100%. Is what? Most restaurants you couldn't even, yeah, wouldn't even, yeah, without a doubt. They're not even open for lunch. Yeah. At least in our bougie city, you know. I mean, that that's the same in like any city with good restaurants. Like the, the top end restaurants, likely not open for lunch. They're just doing dinner only. Uh, best midnight snack is up next. That's question number seven. Cereal chips, ice cream, and pizza. For me, midnight, I'm usually drunk. Give me pizza on this one. I like ice cream. I think ice cream's going to win. I have, in, in the pre-keto days, I certainly had no issue with getting up at like 1 o'clock in the morning and going to the freezer and getting a big bowl of ice cream and flipping on the late version of Sports Center or early, I guess, at that point, and watching 15 to 20 minutes of Sports Center on the television before washing the bowl and going back to bed. Uh, I've done that on more than one occasion. I actually think there's something sort of like charming about it because you know other people are up doing sort of the same thing. And Anyway, the, I like doing- other people are not up doing the same thing. Like I, ice cream is last. The fact that it's on the list tells you that it is true. That there are No, people- that, that's like the dummy pick. Like uh, no one's picking that one. It's sort of like lunch in the one before. Jeff, it, it's pizza, right? Like you can pull it out of the fridge if it's cold. You eat it that way. You can heat it up. It's like if you wake up really hungover in the morning, you can just grab pizza. It's just super easy. Yeah, I get that pizza for dinner, and there are two magic slices left in the fridge, and there's nothing better than knowing that I've got it in there. And at midnight, I'd much rather eat it than anything else on that list. Not to mention, Tim, when you when Tim says ice cream, he's also saying really shitty ice cream. Like, <laughs> you're talking about a, a binging on great nut ice cream at midnight. Yeah, pizza's going to win. That's- I'm not afraid to take a coffee cup out, fill it full of whatever ice cream I've got, and then just eating it on the couch, watching whatever on Sports Center. That's gonna lose. That, that's not a popular opinion. Pizza's gonna win this. Moving on, best taco filling. We have choices between al pastor, carne asada, carnitas, chicken, or fish. This I actually have no idea what the most popular one's gonna be. For me, I like my polo, I like it fried, and I like it in my tacos. I think that is overall the best, although you could sell me on fish depending on what type of fish it is. I don't think Tim's ever had like a real taco before, so he's probably out on this one. Jeff? I don't know. I like steak or chicken. Like that's what I wouldn't eat. See, I, I don't like steak in my tacos. I, I just it doesn't it's too 
chewy for a taco? I'm all about fish. You like fish? Yeah, like uh, white white fish that's shredded with a little bit of lime juice on it or something, or lime uh, in the taco. I mean, as you have long said, tacos are the greatest, stand-up tacos are what the greatest invention of the 20th century. So uh, yes, I've had some real tacos. Yeah, but I mean, if we're talking about like real tacos, we're not talking about like stand-up, like buy them out of the pack tacos. No, no, I know. The ones that you get at the restaurant with that metal uh, dealie that has like the three slots to put your tacos in. I know the fancy up, upscale tacos. I know what you're talking about. No, we're talking about Fish soft. Tacos. We're, we're talking about soft shell tacos, not hard. Yeah, yeah. Tacos. No, I know. That's why they're in that metal thingy to hold them together. I love fish tacos. I think fish tacos are going to win. The, the fish taco... Like, if you know you're in the right place for a fish taco, you got to get the fish taco. Like, uh, that's, you know, the game. Having gone out to San Diego a few times down by the beach, the fish taco, like huts and trucks, they do it right. They do it right. So, I think for the popularity pool, fish wins? Mm. I don't know. Chicken? No. Chicken, chicken could definitely do it. Like I'm a big, like, I think my, my favorite one isn't even on here. Like I prefer chorizo in my tacos over anything. It's just yeah. so, so delicious. You, you thought that chorizo was some sort of hipster new it's food, so by the way. Well, it is hipster. It may not be new, but it is hipster and sort of is not again, hipster. It's a fucking sauce. Ho- it's a fucking sausage. The common man is not eating chorizo in his uh, tacos. Sorry to tell you. I mean, a lot He's of people, eating- a lot of people eat chorizos in tacos. Some people may. I don't know that a lot of people do. I think that's pretty contestable. But I think that chicken or fish are going to win. And I do think that fish is going to win. All right. So we're agreed on fish. Next one. Best type of French fry. This is the last one. I guess there's only nine or I skipped one somewhere along the way. Either way. Curly fry. What's that? There's only nine. Okay. So I thought there was 10. There's only nine. Best type of French fry. Curly fry, shoestring, steak fry, sweet potato fry, or waffle fry? Shoestring's the answer. Absolutely. Shoestring, shoestring a little overcooked, salted is the answer, 100%. 100% agree with Jeff and exactly the way he said it. He's correct. So let's rank these ones then. So shoestring is number one. After that, I love sweet potato fries, but they have to be cooked right. Like to get the proper crisp on a sweet mm-hmm. potato fry is so hard to do. But if you can pull it off, it's just behind shoestring. It's just the degree of difficulty. You get so many bad ones that it can't even be in the same tier as shoestring because they're just easier to do. But that or waffle fry would definitely be second for me. Like they're on like a tier by themselves. Then we go to then we go to curly fry. Um, you know, when was the last time anyone had a curly fry? Like the last time they were at fucking Arby's. So the curly fry is fine. Steak fries are god awful. Like they should not exist. I agree. The steak fry, way too potato-y. I would defend the curly fry in that it's not offered enough. And a well-seasoned, again, like the shoestring, because it has a lot of the shoestring integrity on the the soft curls, is overcook it a bit. Well-seasoned. That sounds like it should be number two, but it's not an option enough places. Tim, what are your rankings of these types of fries? Curly fry would be second, sweet potato fry third, and then I guess waffle fry four and steak uh, fry fifth, only because waffle fry and steak fry both have way too much potato uh, to to crispy outside ratio. So no, yeah, see, waffle that, 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 that waffle for waffle fries, that's actually not true. 
It is true. It's not and true. So you just don't eat is. the right waffle fries. Yeah, sure. Okay, sure. Of course, everything I eat is not good enough. Well, when, when, was, when was the last time that you had a waffle fry? I don't know. So you're basically like, oh, I had them once. I, I didn't like to, them. I don't tend to eat things I don't like. So I don't remember the last time I ate a subpar waffle fry. Sorry. Waffle fries are great because you can easily get the right ratio. And they're not because they're waffled. You don't get too much potato and it makes them easier to fry. And you have a great collection of sauce if you want with a waffle fry, Jeff. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. Waffle fry for me comes in uh, third place after the curly fry, which would have been second place, uh, then sweet potato and DFL steak fry. Like, well, we all agree I, on the only, the only steak fries I like are the ones that are like, like you, I, I, they got to be so well done cooked um, for them to even be enjoyable. I don't like them. They're like old Jewish deli fries. I hate steak fries. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, soggy shoestring fries are also no good. I mean, maybe some people really enjoy soggy fries. I am not one of those people. It doesn't sound like either one of you two are. Like, I would would prefer them to be overcooked than undercooked. I don't like them super overcooked, but I do want them to be crispy. I don't mind if I could see through them. That's fine with me. What do you mean? I want them fried as many times. I don't mind them being over fried and overcooked. That's fine with me. So you would prefer, like, the potato be fried out of them and you're just eating batter? If that's what it comes to, if I have to choose between that and a soggy, uh, you know, mushy fry, absolutely. 10 times out of 10. I might not even disagree with you on that. Soggy fries are just fucking gross. The worst. Which is why you should never let your food touch each other on the plate if possible, folks. This is exactly why. Those small, little, like, extra crispy ones, like, those are the favorite. Like, me and my wife are always eyeing each other down, like, for those ones. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah but the very best ones you get because if you go to mcdonald's let's say uh and you ask them this is a tip i learned from my very pedantic friend but uh if you ask for fresh fries um they have to you know per policy put on some new fries fry them up for you right away so you get the freshest fries that are possible he also gets them double salted which seems unnecessary so there's a lot of well, fucking salt though it was just but well, if you do that the, like the the main ones that are sticking out of the top that are like fresh fried are the best fries. Okay. I'll acknowledge like something that I do that I guess might be considered really embarrassing. I don't know if other people do it, but when I'm at McDonald's and I'm like in line, like I'm gauging the fry situation. Yes. What's in there? Um, Is there a hot one that seems like it's coming up like any minute? Um, You know, like how many people are in front of me that are getting fries, it seems like, and they can get the ones that are currently in the tank, not in the tank, like in the, under the light, you know what I mean? But to Pat's point, you have three options. You can ask for um, no salt and you can just salt them yourself and they'll make them fresh for you. You can ask for fresh fries, which is a little more like bougie to like, say like, as opposed to saying no salt, or you could say, can I get mine well done? which I always like, and they're never actually like, well done, but they will sort of give you a little TLC on your fries. Fast food, speak. McDonald's. I say I'm in on this. Uh, before we get out of here, I want to talk briefly. We, we did release that food bracket. We broke it down, and poor Jeff got so hungry. Um, at the end of the show, I said we would reveal what you actually went home and ordered. Jeff, what did you go home and order after we did that show? I just got the A&W. It was convenient. Um... Team burger? It wouldn't have been the first choice. Uh, No, just a mama combo. Uh, I had an online coupon. 
that's like the plain chips of A and W food is the Mama Burger. With cheese, you're just adding bacon to what I ordered. A no, no, the, the team burger's got its own sauce, or is that the matzo burger? One of them has their own sauce. It's no, no, I don't think there's its own sauce on the team. I really don't. Nonetheless, uh, yeah, that was we got a lot of responses on the bracket. I found the most fun, I found the most fun guys out of like people that like say they've been listening to us for years and this is the first time like they're responding to it. Everyone in their own right, deservedly so, is a fast food expert. And I don't know about you guys, but I would say like the most place I'm getting the most feedback about people the masses being disappointed about is this Culver's. No, no, like Culver's appears to be like some shit place in Michigan. So like it all maybe it's great. I don't know. But all it seems is that the people who are responding who didn't like it is just like, you didn't like the place that I live in. That's actually the best place. Despite the fact that I never heard of all these other ones, this one is very clearly the best and you're wrong. So it, it just becomes a very regional thing. Yes, very regional. Very so, regional. so whatever like the random chain that is good in your area, you just think is the best. Fair enough. Anyway, that that was the the most of the response that I get. I do enjoy that people get mad about it though, because then they share it around, they fight about it. It's actually the best sort of engagement we can have. We have more brackets coming, just like when we do the top sixty four most outrageous cuss claims of all time. There isn't enough to fill a bracket. We we have a bra- we have we have a bracket filled out already. Thanks to thanks uh, to the viewers out there and the people who helped put this together. Honestly, not not even a single sports take in it. Yeah, you don't even need sports takes. And if you're a few short, lunch as the best meal probably <laughs> deserves to be one. And a couple things he already said in this one, like plain chips, the best chip, like those things could definitely be a matchup in a 64-man cuss bracket. So we're going to do that. We have the funniest movie bracket. We've already recorded four shows for that, so we're getting all that ready so we can release it all in unison, like back-to-back-to-back, so people can vote and feel up-to-date on everything. So we're almost done with the production of that. So I do want to thank everyone for tuning into this. I want to thank Jeff Feinberg. What do you got going on the rest of the weekend? Oh, my God. I don't want to say I'm dreading it, but, you know. Family time? Yeah, and I like being indoors. I don't mind being indoors, stuck indoors for like three days in a row. My problem is the people who I live with don't leave. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mind not leaving. I mind the other people not allowed to leave for a little bit, if that makes any sense. No, I know. I I completely understand where where you're getting with that. So uh, what are you up to this weekend? Tim Undergust! Tim Undergust. That is not my name. I have DVR'd multiple episodes of Better Call Saul that I haven't watched, so I'm going to plow through those. And yeah. then I have some Columbos that I'm going to watch too. <laughs> How many times through Columbo have you been so far? In my life? Oh, yeah. many times. I don't know. Many times. It's one of the best shows ever. Uh, I'm going to throw out Star Trek Picard just ended last night. It's 10 episode run for season one. 
Didn't like episode nine, episode 10, absolute home run. Recommend the entire season. It's all on CBS All Access, which I think is free right now. Uh, if you want to go binge it, it's a quick 10 hours. You probably get through it over the weekend. And then we can come on and talk about it. You can converse with me on the Twitter box about this entire thing. Anyway, I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you all for watching. Again, the food popularity poll, Family Feud style, is on DraftKings Sportsbook right now. It closes Monday evening, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, $2,000 guaranteed, free to enter. So I recommend everyone go play in that. And the more of these fun polls that they throw, it's like they're it's like they're setting up polls geared to content for the three of us to talk about. So really appreciated whoever works at DK Sportsbook. I, you think I would know, but I don't know. And if you want to get into a draw for 20 DK bucks, smash the like, leave your DraftKings handle, and tell me what you think is the most egregious question in that popularity poll or and and slash or for a draw for 100 DraftKings dollars, sub to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast, five-star review, DraftKings handle, something you like about this show, boom, you're in that draw for 100 DK bucks, which apparently you can now use to play Counter-Strike on DraftKings. So figure it the fuck out. Anyway, I'm Pat Mayo. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. Okay, so that guy's like on a skateboard. He's jumping up on the table. I could do the bicycle part. I could do the. So you're saying you can ride a bicycle? I have ridden many bicycles, of course. Okay, so that that that's not exactly what's going on here, though. I can do the rolling part at the start. I could walk from my counter to another counter to a table. There's the only part of that whole thing I think I could not do is when he swings on the door. You can't skateboard. You couldn't even skateboard your hallway and get from A to B. Yes, I could. You just push and stand on it. It rolls. It's forward momentum. Now, I couldn't do, like, jumps and slaloms and, like, half pipes. But I could go down a straight hallway with it. Don't agree. It's not that hard. Experience!